Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we are recording for January 18th, 2021. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 stablecoins by market capitalization. Starting off with number 1, Tether, with a market cap of 1,000 million billion, $32.271 billion. Number 2, USD coin with 7.416 billion dollars. Number three, DAI with 2.123 billion dollars. Number four, Binance USD with 1.621 billion dollars. Number five, Paxos Standard with 722 million dollars. Number six, HUSD with 513 million dollars. Number seven, Terra USD with 444 million dollars. Number eight, True USD with $321 million, number 9, SUSD with $295 million, and number 10, VI with $172 million. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 stablecoins by market cap. Your overall total market cap is at $1.536 trillion, up by 6.4%. Wow. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from uh, Saryuwa Malwa. IMF survey takers says CBDCs are not money. A Twitter surveyed by the International Monetary Fund on Sunday saw the financial regular, uh, regulators and watchdog ask its 1.7 million followers, are cent- central bank digital currency CBDCs really money? The answer was one-sided. Nearly 65% of the 30,800 respondents as a Monday morning voted a clear no. The comments were mainly from crypto evangelists with some popular influencers even uh, stating that such currencies were scams. CBDCs are centralized digital versions of fiat money. They are similar to stablecoins, which are pegged on a one-to-one basis with a particular fiat currency. Only China has officially issued their own digital currency so far. In the same Twitter poll, the IMF added that the central banks would face uh, regulatory headwinds while issuing their own digital currencies. While central banks examined the case for developing a digital currency, uh, many might not be allowed to do so by uh, by their own bylaws. The IMF said adding that 80% of the world's central banks were authorized to only issue physical cash. Interesante. However, however, what separates paper money from digital digital money, as per the IMF, all citizens should be able to easily access financial services, and in case of digital currencies, they must necessarily have digital means to access such services. And since the ownership of these devices cannot be imposed by any government, the issuance of digital currencies becoming a significant legal issue. Another issue the IMF said was that digital currencies could mean a country's citizens uh, have their bank accounts and central banks directly uh, directly 
but as opposed to today where accounts are held by banks who in turn have accounts and central banks. I don't get it. Add to this concern the taxation, insolvency laws, and payment systems and CBDC's issuance become a complex legal challenge. Officials of the U.S. government itself showed interest in developing a state-backed digital dollar last year, but not all countries are excited as the prospects of their own digital currencies. Okay, next news, written by Liam Frost. Demand may rise, uh, may raise Bitcoin's price, says ex-U.S. Treasury Secretary. Uh, Bitcoin has already proved its resilience and gained some traction among institutions and the general public alike, making its price primed for further growth. Uh, former U.S. Treasury Sec- uh, Secretary Lawrence Summers told Bloomberg during the Wall Street Week show on Friday. Speaking about whether Bitcoin is a bubble, Summers uh, Summers noted that while he doesn't want to predict the crypto's price movement in the short term, some institutions seem to like it, and thus it is here to stay. I think that having run up and the runway down and then move back, it looks much more resilient, and therefore I think people are going to move towards it. As people move towards it, given the finit, uh, the finit, finitness of its supply, that's going to be a factor working to raise prices, he asserted. Summer is a well-known economist who previously served as vice president of de- development economics and chief economist of the World Bank, senior U.S. Treasury Department officials, and director of the National Economic Council. Okay, next news, written by Scott Chaplina. Bitcoin OTC trade in Hong Kong goes wrong, $500,000 stolen. Over 3.5 million yuan was stolen in Hong Kong today during a cryptocurrency OTC trade, according to local news site Apple Daily. The robbery reportedly took place in the, in the Kuang Tuang district of Hong Kong on the upper floor of the Wakai Center. An unnamed woman was trading in cryptocurrency when four men, estimated to be 20 to 30 years old, threatened her with knives. The group of men managed to steal 3.5 million yuan in cash and an iPhone before fleeing in a pickup van. The woman's husband then reported the incident to the police, but this wasn't the first Bitcoin-related robbery in Hong Kong this year. On January 4th, another Bitcoin-targeted theft, 37-year-old Bitcoin sellers known as Lee. Lee reportedly met two South Asian males for sale before going uh, before a group of six rushed in and stole about 3 million yuan in cash. Police were called to the scene of the crime and have opened an investigation. A history of getting kidnapped for Bitcoin. Bitcoin trade uh, trades can go wrong at any time, but sometimes it's the traders themselves that are taken. In July 2019, three people, including two cryptocurrency traders, were reportedly kidnapped and held for ransom two weeks uh, as the kidnappers demanded 80 Bitcoin. At the time, they were, this was worth about $840,000. Today, 80 Bitcoin is worth $2.8 million. Wow. Jeez, that's crazy. Be careful with your cryptos, man. Don't let people know what's in your bag. Please, please, for your safety and for the safety of your family and others, do not let people know what's in your bag. Stack tats and hodl. That's all you need to do. Next, ne- next news, right by uh, Shayua Malwa. Stolen credit cards site closes after making $1 billion in Bitcoin. The operator of stolen credit cards website Joker's Stash announced last week that they are closing the site down for, for good next month. The site made revenues of over $1 billion in Bitcoin. Uh, their earnings from the platforms over the past years, according to uh, reports by Darknet cybersecurity firm Gemini Ad- Advisory. 
Founded in 2014, Joker Stash quickly went from a small-time op operator of stolen credit cards to one of the biggest providers. It connected sellers with vendors of illicitly obtained credit card information, codes, and payment addresses, all of which were said to be of the highest quality among other similar providers of the darknet. Uh, the stolen cards card market is no small business either. Research from 2019 stated that that over 76.2 million stolen cards made their way to the darknet markets in the second half of that year alone. Then, in the first half of 2020, 43 million stolen cards were found on the darknet. Much of these were traded on Joker's stash until its end. Joker goes on a well-deserved retirement. Joker's stash is closing. It's time for us to leave. Read a post written by the site's operator last week. Much of the Bitcoin, estimated to be over $1 billion in current rates, went to vendors from their, for their services, Gemini Advisory said, and the remaining two Joker's stashes operators, one of whom is known as the Joker. Wow. Interesting. Next news written by Scott Chiplina. Bitcoin's price breaks upwards up $1,000 in one hour. Bitcoin has seen a strong bounce in the last hour, rising from the low $36,000 to above $37,000. The cryptocurrency reached the highest $37,450 before coming back to $37,000 mark. This puts the coin in a strong position after it fell to lows of $33,860. Over the weekend, recently Bitcoin has been in the midst of a price correction on January 8, 2021. Bitcoin broke uh, the $40,000 barrier, set an all-time high in price of the process, but soon afterwards nosedived to by nearly $10,000 in a single day. Not only was the price crash the biggest Bitcoin has experienced in a single day since its inception, but it's pr prompted calls that Bitcoin's latest bubble had burst and that it was facing down a near bear market. Yet so far, such a crash hasn't happened, suggesting that the rally isn't over. Okay. Well, we know what happened since then. Next news, written by Andrew Asmakov. Crypto exchange Livecoin closes after alleged hack. After an alleged hack in December 2020, Russian cryptocurrency exchange Livecoin has announced that it has it is going to shut down, but that it will refund its customers. Quote, our services have been damaged hard in technical and financial ways. There is no way to continue operative, uh, operative business in these conditions, so we take a hard decision to close the business and paying the remaining funds to clients, says the announcement published on January 16th. The supposed attack on the exchange took place in the end of December 2020 when the price of Bitcoin was rallying past the $20,000 level. On December 23rd, when the largest cryptocurrency market cap was changing hands at $23,000, its price on Livecoin soared up to unprecedented $450,000. Wow. On Christmas Eve, the exchange said it fell victim to a carefully planned attack and lost control of some of its servers, warning customers to stop using its services. The hacker were said to have stolen 106 BTC, 380 ETH, 236 BCH, 567,012 XRP, 66.8 million Doge, as well as still unknown amounts of NUSDT and ERC20 tokens. Wow. Whoops. Go mute that. Let's see. Livecoin has been active since April 2015 with about $60 million in daily transactions uh, prior to its December events. According to Russia's state patents service archives until 2018, Livecoin was operated by London-based Delta E-Commerce LTD with Bel uh, Belize-registered Red Velvet Investment LTD entering the stage at a later point. The true names of the exchange owners, however, re remain a mystery. Uh, Stet, Stetlava, Geller, and Ivone, I, Ivana 
Zlatova are reportedly the CEOs, but there have been plenty of suggestions in the past that these names are not real. Okay, next news. Written by Daniel Phillips. How to keep your Bitcoin safe and secure. Keeping your Bitcoin safe might seem like a simple task, but it's a myriad of thefts, phishing attacks, and exchange, exchange hacks prove it's easier said than done. The majority of Bitcoin holders use one of the four main types of cryptocurrency wallets, hardware, software, metal, and exchange wallets. Some are better than others for keeping your Bitcoin safe, but there are many ways to maximize your security regardless of which option you choose. Hardware wallets. When it comes to keeping your Bitcoin's private key secure, hardware wallets are widely considered to be the safest option. However, wallets are physically uh, physical security vaults that are designed to protect your Bitcoin from a range of possible attacks while ensuring you can access and spend your cryptocurrencies with relative ease. Let's see. The range $49 for KeepKey, $119 for a Bluetooth multi-asset Ledger Nano X, $120 for a Bitcoin-centric cold card MK3 and beyond. Okay, let's see. Software wallets. Software wallets are one of the most popular to store Bitcoin among mobile users, since many can be used to manage a wide variety of cryptocurrencies from most mobile devices. There are also desktop versions of many software wallets among uh, users to manage their own private keys on Linux, Mac OS, and Windows. Let's see. Some of these software wallets include uh, Electrum, Jack's Liberty, and Exodus, all of which I have used. Uh, and they're all available for desktop and mobile. Yes, of course. However, even the most secure option lacks some of the security features of hardware wallets. Okay, make sure you activate uh, 2FA. It's very important. Okay, mobile wallets. Okay, as the name suggests, mobile wallets download. You can download and send and receive cryptocurrencies on your smartphone. Okay, so what are they? What do you got? What do you got? Let's see. You got a coin, coin wallet. Supports multiple assets. Coinbase wallet, created by a popular crypto exchange Coinbase. Uh, this this wallet features a built-in Web3 DApp browser, a cloud private uh, key backup support for NEOC 721 uh, crypto collectibles, and then you got uh, Bird Wallet, simple to use aesthetic support service, popular crypt cryptocurrencies, and offers a unique you know, BRD reward feature. Okay, metal the wallets, metal wallets. I have never used a metal wallet, but I know what they are. Kobo wallets, for example. Hey, let's see what do you got. Metal wallets. A wide range of metal wallets are available, ranging from between $20 to over $200. You can even go uh, the DIY route to make one yourself. Hmm, let's see. Paper wallets. Uh, hmm. Cypher wheel, I guess is one. Yeah. Cypher wheel. Let me see. Cryptocurrency exchanges. Let's see. Does it say which ones to use? It doesn't even state any. Oh, I guess here you go. Gemini, Coinbase, Bittrex are, are insured. There you go. So I, I highly recommend. Uh, actually, those are referral links. Technically, those are, I have those as, as refer, referral links, Gemini and Coinbase. Uh, Bittrex, I just started to use. I literally just started using uh, in 2020. I have my account up. I'm testing it out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, got a, I have a couple dollars in there. So testing that out not that I'm a trader I just like to test out the platform see how it is I'm always tinkering with stuff right okay next news written by I took a long time on that one next news written by Andrew S. Smokov Joe Biden confirms Gary Gensler as US SEC chair the US president president-elect Joe Biden has today confirmed the appointment 
of Gary Gensler as the new SEC chair. Gensler is replacing acting chair Elad Roisman after Jay Clayton, who led the SEC from May 2017, stepped down on December 23rd. Gensler spent nearly 20 years at Goldman Sachs in the 1980s and 1990s before joining Clinton administration as Assistant Secretary of the Treasury. He later served as a key financial regulator from former President Barack Obama. As a chairman of the CFTC from 2009 to 2014, he spearheaded the passing of Dodd-Frank Law in 2010, which was intended to prevent another financial crisis. In recent months, Gensler advocated for the national uh, for the nationwide regulatory oversight of the crypto industry. If it gets bro- if it gets broad adoption, if we really think crypto world is going to be part of the future, it needs to come inside of public policy envelope, Gensler said on Bloomberg TV interview in 2018. This means that we need to guard against illicit activities, and yes, we need to protect investors. The crypto exchanges, uh, big exchanges like Coinbase, need to come within the SEC or the CFTC. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Ethereum-based options platform Chair goes live on mainnet. Highly experimental decentralized options platform Chair Charm Charm announced its mainnet launch today, promising users an innovative way to trade Ethereum option contracts. Charm is a breakthrough automatic market maker that can create liquid options on the blockchain by applying a prediction market scoring rule to the options world. We have uh, invented a new model for option creations, pricing, trading, and settlements, said the announcement. And traditional finance options are contracts that give buyers the right but not the obligation to purchase assets at a specific price on a set date in the future for which they pay sellers a premium. In Charm's case, only supported assets is currently ETH. Okay, next news written by Matthew D. Salvo, multi-billion dollar billion firm Ruffle, Ruff, Ruffer? Ruffer explains its $745 million Bitcoin bet. <sighs> Gershney based asset manager Ruffer is reassuring its investors that the company remains confident in its unconventional Bitcoin investment. The firm, which managed, manages $20.3 billion in assets, uh, and has offices in London and Paris, announced in December that it uh, allocated 2.5% of its multi-strategy fund to Bitcoin. That amounts to roughly 550 million euros in Bitcoin, or about $746 million at today's exchange rate. Ruffer also has exposure to Bitcoin via two proxy equities companies, MicroStrategy and Galaxy Digital. Business intelligence for MicroStrategy currently holds around $2.5 billion worth of Bitcoin in its reserve, while Galaxy holds nearly $600 million. Okay, next news, written by Robert Stevens. Australian Bitcoin entrepreneur sues banks for cutting him off. Good. An Australian crypto entrepreneur is reportedly suing two banks for booting his cryptocurrency exchanges off a business off their ledgers. As reported by the Australian Financial Review, Alan Flynn, Flynn, Flynn has filed a lawsuit against two Australian commercial banks, ANZ, and Westpac for discriminating uh, against him for his crypto business and cutting him off with almost no warning. Flynn reportedly runs a a Bitcoin OTC desk that services 450 customers. The the AFR said that the banks rejected Flynn because they didn't like the sound of Bitcoin. And this isn't the first time. Apparently, at least 20, 20 of Flynn's bank accounts have been closed for the past three years. Okay. Next news. 
It's unfortunate, by the way. It's very unfortunate. Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Tether drops $1 million into crypto game Infinite Fleet's security token sale. Uh, game publisher Ex- Exordium, the company behind the upcoming blockchain-driven massively multiplayer online strategy game Infinite Fleet, has launched a public security tokens offering that seeks to raise as much as $8 million for further development of the title. The fundraising drives, uh, drive takes place on the Stoke, Stoker, Stoker platform and allows public investors to purchase uh, X. XU security tokens at a price of 50 cents each, with a minimum total purchase of $100 required. Each security token offers a small chunk of equity of the company's uh, and a share of its future profits. Tether International Limited, part of the company behind stablecoins, Tether helped launch the security tokens, offering with a $1 million purchase of the XEO tokens. As of this, as of this writing, the Stoker page reports a total of $2.5 seven million dollars raised in the total sales to date with a minimal funding amount of set at three million dollars the sale will continue for another 55 days with the xeo token sales uh, tokens issued by blockstream amp and on bitcoin's liquid sidechain okay next news written by jeff benson coin shares launching bitcoin etp on six swiss exchanges CoinShares, an investment firm specializing in digital asset, is launching a Bitcoin exchange-traded product on the 6th Swiss exchange, according to reporting today from Bloomberg. Uh, CoinManu, an institutional custody firm, will be the custodian of the ETP, which cost investors 0.98% of their holding in fees. A Bitcoin ETP is a security that tracks the value of the cryptocurrency. They're similar to stocks in that they trade on traditional exchanges which have opening and closing bells rather than on crypto exchanges which functions 24-7 exchange traded funds are one type of ETP CoinShares already have has a separate group of ETPs via a subsidiary uh, XBT providers XBT providers EtherTracks uh, Tracker 1 and Bitcoin Tracker 1 are listed on the Nasdaq Stockholm's Exchange. XBT provider reported uh, $2.9 billion of assets under management as of January 4th, 2021. Okay, we're almost there, we're almost done. Next news written by Jeff Benson. NVIDIA may re-enter Bitcoin mining market after being burned in 18, 2018. The total market capitalization of the cryptocurrency market has doubled in under two months now stands at above $1 trillion. The hot crypto market has one company contemplating about playing with the on-fire market after getting burned in 2018. NVIDIA, an S&P 500 company that creates graphics processing unit and computer chips, is considering reintroducing products geared primarily to Bitcoin and crypto miners. In a recent statement to investors, NVIDIA Chief Financial Officer Colette Kress stated if crypto demands uh, begins or if we see a meaningful amount we can use that opportunity to restart the CMP product line to address ongoing mining demand. The CMP product line removes video elements making them great for cryptocurrency mine, mining rigs. Powerful computers with only one task to validate cryptocurrency transactions on a blockchain network in order to earn crypto. They are however incompatible with video games a key industry for NVIDIA. Hmm. The investors pointed to a drop in NVIDIA stock price linking to its volatility in cryptocurrency prices. The lawsuit targeted the period of May 2017 to November 2018. During that time, Bitcoin's price moved 
from $1,400 to nearly $19,000 and then back down to under $4,000. Mm. Demand for NVIDIA's graphic cards among crypto crypto minters subsequently evaporated in the span of three months between September and December 2018. The price of NVIDIA's stock fell by more than half. No promise from Crest, however, who said that the crypto mining GPUs, we don't believe it's a big part of our business today. Gaming demands is very strong and we think that larger that, that's larger than our current supply. Okay, next news and last news of the day, written by Jeff Benson. The Elon Musk effect. Dogecoin searches spike after Tesla CEO's tweet. On December 20, 2020, Tesla CEO Elon Musk shared an eloquent and urgent message with his Twitter followers. One word, Doge. That word captivated a nation, nay, an entire world. The masses rushed to the keyboards eager to know more about this coin called Doge. One word, Doge, tweeted by Elon Musk. Surge volumes for Dogecoin created as an alternative payment systems to bank or bitcoins in 2013 rose to a record high by the week of January 3rd through 9th. After riding a bull market, Dogecoin is now worth a whole penny. Dogecoin, of course we know what happened since then. Dogecoin is a bit of a running joke coin with Musk who has been intermediately uh, tweeting about it for two years. And scrolling on down, well... Was there a spike in Google searches? A few days later, there was a tiny blimp. So we're counting, we're counting it. Which brings us to the December 20th in the aftermath of Musk's single syllable endorsement search queries went higher than ever. Well, that's one narrative anyway. Actually, other cryptocurrencies search terms hit record during that period, including Ethereum because price was rising. Bitcoin queries went up as well too, though not as high as during the December 2017 bull run. After all, the least someone can do before throwing their money to a speculative asset for the first time is to run a Google search. Or they could just take Musk, Musk's word for it. Alright, Kryptonauts. We are done. So, I greatly appreciate you listening. And I'm doing my best to catch up. So, with that said, Kryptonauts, stack, sats, and hodl. Adios.